Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brunch. Brunch. I'm Pete Blackburn. We have DJ Bean here. I did the, you were doing the, like, the I'm Pete Blackburn and I'm DJ Bean thing, and I was deciding what kind of crazy thing I could say there. I didn't say anything. Well, I delivered it A+, plus, so you didn't have to say anything. Yeah, you carry your line mates. <laughs> um, so we have another episode of Brunch. This is our second episode. The first one, how do you think it went? I thought it went all right. All I can say is... Get ready for a fucking push, my friends, because we're going to start rolling out some unbelievable things that I don't yeah, want to set the bar excited. too high, but we got guests coming up. We got thoughts coming up. We've got good thoughts we got right now that we're not even going to drop now because we want to just action pack the next ones. We've got musical guests coming up. Uh, insane stuff. So it's, congratulations think, to you for listening to Brunch so far. I think the hardest thing is going to be keeping it short and uh saving the things that we want to say yeah i guess we're saving our material so actually this is probably the worst this is going to be the worst episode of brunch i hope not this is the this is the fly it's it's gonna be the hardest to make yes because we have big things planned you just have to get through this one yeah and we're off to a great start (laughs) yes uh so this is the emmys technically pre-show but you might listen to it afterwards like there's no real structure to radio traffic is is very high on the weekend so i think that dropping a a podcast on saturday night is really going to yeah well we're recording this on saturday night. i don't know if we're gonna push it out so like somebody could listen be listening to this in like 2017 and we'd be like we're getting ready for the emmys it's basically a time capsule experiment (laughs) is what it is so the Emmys are on tomorrow night. They're the 2015 Emmys, if you're listening in 2017. Mm. You really missed the boat. Uh, but so the Emmys tomorrow, and we have some thoughts on the Emmys. We have because thoughts. Because we watch a lot of TV, probably too much. Yeah. But you know what? I watch a, a lot of TV. I watch a lot of things over again, though, and this probably f- uh, creates this issue. When the Emmys uh, and the nominations come out each year, I go through the categories, and I'm like, oh, I'm not qualified to to weigh in on any of these because I've only seen like two or three yes, shows Yes, that's each exactly one. how my viewing goes. It's like, oh, I want this show to win because I actually watched that one. And yeah. screw the four that I don't watch. Right. They all suck. So that's why, so we're not going to be able to accurately, we're not, we can, br- we're not breaking this down. Yeah. But like, I have some thoughts on, you know, some of the shows that are nominated this year, which, who have been snubbed. Yeah. And uh, there is quite a few this year where it's like a last, last ditch effort to take home. Yeah, Parks and Rec and, and Mad Men. John yeah. Hamm, he's he's I think won Mad everything Men's, else in his life. I but think he Mad can't. Men's gonna clean up this year. I do. Maybe. I feel last like, season was dope. I I haven't seen it. I'm behind. Really? I'm very much behind on Mad Men. But but you you don't need to have seen it to know that it's going it's, to clean up because well, it's the end of Mad Men. And and the fact that it should have won. Yeah, Even John from what I've seen, it's like, how has this show not won any awards? But here's the thing. Having not seen all of those shows over the years, I like having only watched Mad Men and Breaking Bad or whatever, every time John Hamm didn't win, I was like, oh, how the fuck did... Oh, da- oh but uh, Brian Cranston won? Yeah. yeah, He was better than John Hamm. Yeah, but then uh, like Jeff Daniels won for The Newsroom, which like, fuck <sighs> that show. The Newsroom is... When Into- not the tolerable. The Newsroom <laughs> is the Macklemore of TV shows where the first time you saw it, you were like, this is dope. And then just the more you think about it and the more you, you're like, eh, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Go away. Even though I do, even though I, we discussed, did we discuss this on the podcast last week that I'm very, 
I'm on board with saying that I enjoy Macklemore. I am too. Like so, I'm, I'm fine with it. So like season one of the newsroom, I know it was incredibly Aaron Sorkin, but whatever. Shut up. It was fine. <laughs> but they, it got horrible. So uh, I'm really pulling for Parks and Rec this yeah, year because team, I'm a huge Parks and Rec team guy. Parks and Rec. And should we say that like our a friend of the show, yeah, a friend, a of, the friend show. of the podcast, is in Parks and Rec. So we were. It uh, would be a treat. If she were to win. It were. And uh, we were hoping to get her on to talk about, you know, the show and and the award show and, and, and you know, who can get it. Yeah. And that didn't happen. But we're, we're, we're leaving that door open, I hope. We're going to play that game with her once she comes on. So, uh, so the, the guest to whom we're referring, we're not going to say her name. Uh, we're leaving it very vague. Um, but the... The person who plays a character whose name rhymes with Rana. But, but yeah. <laughs> um, I was going in a different direction, but. Yeah, but the game we wanted to play with her was run down the nominees and ask her who could get it because that's her, that, that's one of her, her, her sticks. Yeah. And uh, it's hilarious. And so, a big fan of hockey. Yes, huge which fan of hockey. Also, I noticed that a lot of people who listened to the first episode of the podcast, uh, they were like, Where, where's the hockey talk? Which I guess is like a fair thing to say. That's why we did that. That's why we did a separate, totally non-uprocks, non-EI thing to establish that this, this is not when, hockey. When you're saying, "Man, what's Deej doing when he's not on the beat? What's he when he's not being an inside? When he takes off his insider hat? <laughs> when he just goes home and and kicks off his insider loafers? What's he doing? What's Deej away from the rink when everyone's thinking that?" Just doing brunch. And it's usually texting dumb conversations with Pete Blackburn over here. And when people say, when Gift Boy's not Giffen, I know that he's usually Giffen, but when he's not Giffen, what's he doing? It's stuff like this. So that's why this is a, this is a non-EEI, non-Uproxx. This is just like... And it still allows me to stay in my basement. So, <laughs> right. so it's perfect. Pete got a great deal. It was He negotiated that he gets to remain in the basement... Um, Although we might, we're gonna we're gonna have to go uh, on assignment for one of our upcoming guests, yes. which is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be scary. I'm going to have to leave the house. We're gonna have a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, getting back to the whole uh, Emmys thing. The interesting, or I guess the, the most interesting uh, category for us is outstanding comedy series because we're pulling, as you said, for Parks and Rec to win because it's been snubbed a lot. But also, I don't think I wouldn't be shocked if Parks and Rec didn't win because Me neither. this a, category yeah. is loaded. And honestly, I'm pulling for them. But I, if I like had to choose based on what I thought was the best, yeah, this past year, it wouldn't be Parks and Rec. I would choose I Silicon Valley. I agree. And I again love Parks and Rec. Deserves to win. It's overdue. I would go Silicon Valley or I'd go Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I see. I wasn't a big fan of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and I know that. Uh, I feel like it was very polarizing. People either loved it or they just they just didn't like it at all. It's it, it's very much its own world, and if you can't enter it, then you're then you hate it. And it's not it's not a knock on anyone who who can't enter it and who cho- chooses to not be that silly. I mean, like it's like yeah, I would never it, say that it sucks, but right. it's just like not my cup of tea. Well, if so, so here's the thing: if you were to say to me, if you were to be like, "Hey, I think Scrubs sucks," Scrubs I love Scrubs. Unbelievable. I love Scrubs, but I could totally understand. Why someone would watch Scrubs and be like, "This is the silliest shit I've seen in my life." It is, and that's Fuck what makes it show. unbelievable. Yeah, so. and likewise, I mean, uh, 
it's very Tina Fey, so it is. Uh, it's probably more ridiculous than it's than it is silly, but it is. It's like Thirty Rock. It's it exists in its own world, and you kind of have to adapt slash put up with a lot of stuff in order to enjoy it. But I loved Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I thought the Titus was an awesome character. The more he sings in that show, the better. Uh, my dude John Hamm was in it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what there is to not like in that show. I also think that that um, the transgender show, uh, what's it called, Transparent, uh, has a really good chance to to, to win in best uh, best comedy series. So I have not seen that. Which... I have not seen it either, but like I know that it's cleaned up in the past. It's done really well in the past, and that those kind of shows always seem to do well. Hmm. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that one. And I've seen a lot of like the experts kind of saying that they're expecting that one to win. So there's a tough competition. I think that Louis in a tough spot. It's up for it. I think I that, love Louis too. That, that's probably the first one we can cross off the list, though, right? Like, just given that, I didn't love the last season. Um, no, I think I thought the uh, the pants shitting scene was yeah. unbelievable. I, th- I I don't know why I thought that scene was was uh, was great. That show is very engrossing in that it just brings you into like this like Louis world, yeah. and it's so bizarre and like. They just gets you so used to these bizarre things happening that you don't even think twice mm. about just the insane content that's in it. Yeah, and it's just I, I love that show. Louis the best. Like yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it uh, coming back. Modern Family, I probably rule out just because puberty hasn't done that kid well, <laughs> and not even that not the kid who plays uh, the little Spanish kid. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Anyway, um, the little Spanish kid. Uh, he's great. Like he's gonna be. I, th- I think we're all in agreement. He's going to be an actor, right? Yeah. He's going to. He's hilarious. This is not a one and done for this kid. Um, but the kid who plays the the Dunphy's son. No. I'm not a big Modern Family watcher. Oh, okay. So basically, he, he hit puberty, and that's. It's going to happen. Happens. I'm it, still waiting for it. I was going to say, it happens <laughs> to most people, uh, fingers crossed. But. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of over Modern Family to to be honest. And now uh, Adam, uh, but they Adam always Devine's in it. And they always win, and people always complain and about how much they get win. People always pissed. Yeah. So even though I was just kind of trashing Modern Family, I remember being so pissed last year that everyone was treating Modern Family. I keep using this as an example for everything, but they were treating Modern Family like Macklemore, where <laughs> he wins, where they w- they win this award, and maybe it wasn't the best comedy series that year. But it's still a funny show, and it's good. And for everyone to just be like, they're also, you know, I think it's just people are sick of seeing them win like yeah. year in and year out, and everybody else getting snubbed. Yeah, which I mean has happened. Imagine Dragons is also a good analogy for that. Yeah, like when yeah. Kendrick like, performed with Imagine Dragon or Imagine Dragons, that was unbelievable. Everyone was pissed that Kendrick didn't get a whole performance for himself. That was like, a really good. That performance. was so good and so much. It was like a color run. Remember there, yeah. there was all yeah. the. The they colors were covered everywhere. in paint. Yeah. And uh yeah, and Ken yeah, man. That was a great performance. So Kendrick Lamar is our next guest, by the way. Yeah, that, so we were trying to not tease it. He's uh, actually here right now. Yeah. He's just watching, getting yeah, the feel for it. Just vibing. <laughs> K Dot's just swagging out over there. Uh Veep is a show I've been told to check out a thousand times. Same. I I've even checked it out, and for whatever reason, it's like the wire for me. 
You got to watch the wire. If that doesn't establish that I should not be fucking talking about television. Yeah, like the more that we talk about this more, I'm just like, wow, we're not not qualified. We shouldn't have done an MP3. No, honestly, we should. Uh, So we should should have built this. We we prefaced this with like, now, don't take us too seriously. We don't know much about television. We should have been like, okay, Pete, let's break it down. (laughs) Let's break Uh, it down. This is the one show I watch Lily Tomlin, I'm not sure who that is. I don't think she'll win. (laughs) That's what we should have done. We can always re-record this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll re-record a very polished uh, intro. Um, another guy I want to hit on: Jonathan Banks, gotta win best yeah. supporting actor for. I would say, despite me having seen probably none of the other guys, the the only competition that I could see for him in that category is Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. So, ugh. I I mean I think that he's really good in Game of Thrones, um, but. You know what Game of Thrones is? What? It's the Big Bang Theory. That it's is just, not true. Everyone. That is not true. Everyone apparently. It's the, well, no, it's the Big Bang Theory, but with proof that anyone watches it. It's just a show that everyone talks about, and I have no interest in ever watching it. It might <laughs> as well be Th- fucking Star Trek. I kind of, I kind of felt that way about Game of Thrones before I started watching it because I was like, oh, all this fantasy crap, like Lord of the Rings, basically a Lord of the Rings TV series. Yeah. But once you start watching it, it, you'll get it'll pull you in. I guarantee it. Nowadays, you're not allowed to call anyone a loser for anything. Like if if you're really into math, you're not allowed to be like huh, math nerd. You're like, wow, you're you're insensitive. You're, you're smart. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone would be like, why you? That's what this per this is person's passion. If someone's like a if someone plays like the the flute or something, that's badass. They you you can't. Basically, you can't basically like rip on now the weirder anything. the weirder you get, like the cooler you are. Pretty Except much. if you watch Game of Thrones, if you watch Game of Thrones, then then people can be like fucking loser, and you can be like, eh, except I everybody watches Game of Thrones. That's why I yeah, yeah that probably makes me the loser. Yeah, I'm the only one. <laughs> you're the loser. Yeah. like if you were to say like you're a loser, you watch Big Bang Theory, I'd be like that is a good call. That you are definitely a loser for watching that show. So we were talking before about this. Neither of us have seen the Big Bang Theory before, <laughs> and both of us are pretty confident it doesn't actually exist. It's just there's just a lot of ads for it uh, by CBS during football games. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start binge watching The Big Bang Theory now in 2015 and start like bugging people about it. Like, have you and seen the every show? Every time I'm talking to someone, be like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm sorry, I'm getting mentionitis here, but this does remind me of this episode of The Big Bang Theory. I think The Big Bang Theory, it like every time I see an ad for it uh, while I'm watching football or whatever, it's I always think that it's like one of those fake shows that Saturday Night Live will do like a sketch about. <laughs> right. And it'll be like, wow, this is this is the dumbest show idea ever. Laugh at us. Right. And no, this is a real show. And apparently like f- like four of the five or five of the six or something like that are the highest paid actors on TV. Jesus. So there you go. So it's like Friends, except... Except it's not because Friends no- is the goat. Yeah, Friends is... Friends is- <laughs> it's not the goat, by the way, before anybody gets outraged about that. Seinfeld podcast. is the ghost. Yes, we uh, we had to cut the friend stock that we had. Oh, last, really? Yeah, it didn't end up making. There was so that was that last podcast was long and probably not our best work. <laughs> there was a shitload more that didn't make the. That was the greatest hits of the la, of yes, last week. It was. Uh, I think it like the the podcast ended up coming to like an hour and thirty minutes, and we got it down to like forty two. <laughs> nice, it's, nailed uh, it. It's like, did you watch uh, Arrested Development? Yes. It's like, uh, what's it? What's the the horror movie like Gangy Two or whatever, and they have to keep cutting it down, and it ends up being like thirty five minutes long. <laughs> no, it's no, it's uh, like Le, Le Cousins Dangerous. 
I, I've, I, again, not qualified to talk about TV. I've seen probably one and a half seasons of Arrested Development. Oh, shit. I know. I need to catch up. Actually, I tried to watch the Netflix season, and uh, not good. I didn't think that that was good. Interesting. Well, another little teaser. Our next show, our next podcast, will be guest starring someone from Arrested Development. Really? Who is it? Who could it be? A lot of people were in that show. Have fun in that haystack, kids. <laughs> Do you get it? Yes, I get it. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> um, another show that we wanted to talk about. Let's leave some. We got some time for it now that we got the Emmys out of the way, I guess. That went well, too. The Emmys? Yeah, just totally nailed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you wanted to talk about, and I wanted to talk about, and we decided together that we wanted to talk about, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. So I got caught up on that this week, and I don't hate it as much as a lot of people seem to be hating it, but there are things that very much frustrate me in that show. Well, here's the question, Peter. Yes. You say you don't hate Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. In your hearts of hearts, <laughs> do you like The Walking Dead? I, oh, I, I don't like The no, Walking Dead. No, no one fucking no. likes that show. We all no. watch it, and yeah. we, we complain afterwards about, like... Have you ever seen such a slow-moving episode? They keep like, what's yeah. coming next? Oh, great! This season's gonna be about fighting zombies. Next season's gonna be about fighting people. <laughs> I, n- none of us that, like The Walking that, Dead. Yeah, that show is very much like I don't understand why it's so popular at all. Yeah, because everybody that I talked to was like, "Man, fuck this show! Right. This show it sucks!" <laughs> right, and every- and then yet like it gets unbelievable ratings, and it. Produces a spinoff, which also produces unbelievable ratings. Because sometimes it can be really good, probably because most of the time it's so bad that when it's okay, you think it's really good. Wow, damn, that was awesome. Like I remember the the Terminus stuff. I was like, this is the best shit I've seen in my life. They handled it so well. They did it really. They did. They didn't drag it out like the prison. And I thought they handled it so well. And I'm like, well, I waited like two and a half years for a good episode. You know? what, what season are they on now? Like six? I Maybe think the on next six? one's six, yeah. Okay, so I feel like that show ha- should be on season four right now. Well, because it keeps doing the AMC thing of uh, two half seasons, but well, both – it's all like what? Like four episodes total? Yeah, but, well, that and like just the fact that something that is one episode ends up being four episodes. Something that should be one episode is stretched into four. Yeah. Like the whole – the farm season was just yeah. like, just get off the farm. That was, Jesus Christ, yeah. get off the farm already. And then when it burned down, you're like, Jesus Christ, thank God they're getting off the farm. And r- when Rick opens the door and lets all the, yeah. the people out of the barn, you're like, they're going to have to leave now. Yes, nope. Thank- they took care of those guys and stayed on the farm a little longer. Oh, f- and, and then the, the, prison, the prison was, they were stuck in the prison. Mayberry for- even took too long. They handled Mayberry. Was that what, Woodbury? Mayberry. Woodbury. Mayberry. That's <laughs> fucking. What is that? Is that Lee Lauren Mayberry, lead singer of Churches? Ch- churches. All three of them will be joining the podcast at some. <laughs> no, that'd be rad though. The uh, entire the entire cast of Walking Dead will be on the next podcast. Yeah. When we talk shit to their faces. But here's the thing: if we were to have them on, is Andrew Lincoln the guy who plays Rick? Yeah. So we'd be like, Rick, you need to, or Andrew, you need to speak into the microphone, and he'd be going like this. This sucks. You can't see it. Guys, I'm doing the thing where he puts his face to the side of the person who he's talking to and looks looks, the other way. Yeah, he does that a lot. Um, 
But the transformation of Rick has been a very interesting part of The Walking Dead. And Rick Tatorship. And uh, I enjoy the new Rick. So that's become an enjoyable part of watching The Walking Dead. Like, it was very hard to take when he wasn't uh, wasn't stable. a good... Yeah, wasn't stable and just wasn't really a good character. Yeah. Now he's, like, kind of transformed into this badass, and it's very much more watchable. But I guess the last quick point I'll make on The Walking Dead before we move to, Fear uh, the to its Dead. little sister <laughs> is that a lot of the characters are bad. You don't... Nobody likes Carl. Yes, um, nobody. To be honest... Uh, this is going to be a bit sacrilegious. I don't care for what's his face, Daryl. Daryl, I think he's so overrated. Ah, uh, I, I mean, he's he's a badass and like he has morals, and yeah. which is I think why everybody likes him. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I do like him. I'd be kind of pissed if they killed him off, but he, I do agree that he's a little bit overrated. Like everybody treats him yeah. like he's. Like the show would die if he died, and I, I don't think that's the case. I do like uh, him teaming up with the uh, the new fellow, um, the, the the gay I, guy. Yeah, um, I forget his name. Yeah, I don't um, know his name either. What happened to? So the, they just went out by themselves, right? So the, the the boyfriend's still in the picture that he didn't get eaten, right? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because he, he got the license plate, and he was yeah. saying that they collect them. Um, yeah. Um, but so on Fear the Walking Dead. The expectations weren't high for anybody, but in their mind, they're saying, oh, it's not going to be as good as The Walking Dead. But they weren't keeping in mind that they already don't like The Walking Dead. So it could have been the worst piece of shit in the world. And based on the fact that they tolerate the other one, whatever, they'll probably watch it. And that's where I find myself. I know it's not that good a show. I probably enjoy it more than everyone else seems to, though, because everyone's shitting on it and saying how bad it is. I think that it's it's exactly what The Walking Dead is, so whatever. Well, I, I like it because... Uh, there's still a bit of mystery as to, like, where it can go. Like, yeah. The Walking Dead, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. And it's very annoying because they just keep writing in circles, and they'll just go from place to place and be like, oh, dealing with humans, dealing with zombies, blah, blah, blah. You know that that's where it's going to go. So for Fear of the Walking Dead, there's still that element of where is this headed? Yeah. And, like, and They're probably know, not how is this going to develop? Yet. Yeah. yeah. But what worries me about Fear the Walking Dead is how fast they're moving. Yeah. And because, like, how... At the pace that they're moving right now, it's they're going to get to, like, the apocalypse part. Like, it seems like they're going to get there fairly quickly. Probably by, like, the mid-season finale. Because yeah. the way it's moving right now, it's almost like smack dab in the middle of the epidemic, at least. And... Not far after the epidemic is the apocalypse, right? Yeah, like yeah. they've so they're what four episodes in right now, yeah. and like everybody's already starting to freak out. Do you like any of the characters? Um, I like the, I like the main character. So do the, I. The woman, yeah. And but it's just like it's frustrating. the the dia The dialogue's kind of frustrating, and like the way that. That they that they make these characters interact is really frustrating. Like it's like, why wouldn't you just tell your daughter that something really horrible is happening and that like pe people are eating people? Right. Instead of being like, like oh, just oh, like, you'll find it'll it'll yeah. blow over. Hang out with your boyfriend who's going. Oh, he's he's sick right now. He's doing shit you've never seen him do before. Stay by his side. We'll be there in twenty minutes. Uh, like yeah. so, that's weird. And their handling of it is is. Incorrect. I know a lot of people are basically saying that it's just it's pretty much like a 
a teen horror movie where everybody is the dits though yeah. where, and nobody's running when they or everybody's walking when they should be running things like that but uh, it's also it's difficult to like it's difficult to say that because if there was a zombie ap- apocalypse that started today yeah i'd and, still see hound mouth in, in a couple hours yeah exactly yeah. and uh like, there's no way I'd be like, oh, this person's a zombie. This whole right. earth is going to shit. Yeah. I should run into my bunker and gather supplies right. and shit like that. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I can't imagine, like, dealing with that in in like real time. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Run away and move to a third world country you know where why, this isn't happening. You know something. why you don't think that way? Because you've seen The Walking Dead. No, because you're a you're not a fat little thirteen year old kid. Because that's the only one on that, that show kid who knows is what the fuck he has is been up. prepared since the day he was born. Yes. He's known his whole life this shit was coming. He's coming to school strapped. He's got a he's got like a pantry and a bunker. I couldn't build shit when I can't build shit now. And he's got just he's an impressive young man. I, I also it's funny that after she after they realized that this is going down. And that this kid's been right about everything. She's just like, okay, see ya. Uh, yeah, job's mom at home. Good luck. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I also was kind of pissed that he didn't kill the principal because, like, this kid has been waiting for this for clearly a long time and has been clearly preparing himself for quite a long time and still didn't kill the principal. Do you think that he has time to be happy for him? To, like, to feel like uh, vindicated or or relieved or that he was right even right just be like oh you fucking knew it (laughs) i I mean i think so but at the same time you can't be that pumped that your prediction of the zombie apocalypse for me no celebration (laughs) i would not celebrate really i would definitely celebrate being right because i like to be right yeah so i'd be like you would say i would be i'd be like fuck all you guys and then i would just get eaten so you would pull a little Bring this back to Scrubs. You'd pull a little uh, Elliot Reed. I told you so. I told you so. Yeah. I, I, I told you so. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad that we're working Scrubs into this because I don't know too many people who enjoy Scrubs as much as I do. Some Scrubs will be on the show soon. <laughs> are we talking about the actors? Or are we talking about the clothing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> some Scrubs, by which we mean some ex-boyfriends of TLC, <laughs> will be on the show soon. That'd be but, awesome if we had like T boz. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I, I besides that, I don't know how many characters I like in, in Fear the Walking Dead. There's not too many I guess like the the dad isn't awful. It's just like Are you allowed to be a son on The Walking Dead and, and not, not suck? be hated? That kid so Which one? The drug addict? The drug addict is He's the second worst son on that show. <laughs> the the son of the the main male character. The the, the that kid made me so angry when he was at the protest. He was like, "I'm making a difference." Right? Yeah, like I just want to like, like run that kid over with a truck. To be honest with you, one time when I was in high school, there was a walkout uh, because of the Iraq War, and uh, I walked out because <laughs> I liked the idea of no longer being in school for that day. True. And uh, long story short, I ended up being like caught up in a mass group of people who were going to Harvard Square to protest or something. And I, when I realized that, I decided that I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, this okay, is, good. This is I gonna was gonna be... say, there's nothing worse than somebody who just protests something for the just sake to of it, right? Protest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I, I pled ignorance on the whole thing, and I was like, I didn't. I thought we were just going to Harvard Square. We're all, everyone's protesting. Okay, I'm okay. not gonna do that. 
So yeah, that kid, F that kid, not a big fan. Uh, the drug addict kid, I don't know what his deal is. Uh, like, he's very annoying. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he could be a good character once he sobers up, because this whole drug thing yeah. is kind of kind of annoying. Decent, yeah. I mean, people going, he's, he's going to have to go cold turkey at some point. Yes. And I feel like that can bring out some... Some good stuff, some real challenges. Yeah, it'll be very, uh, yeah, it'll be very, uh, an interesting storyline to see. As long as he's not just like lying around moping, being like, oh, I wish I I had drugs. (laughs) I wish I had more drugs. Like, have a good attitude while you do it. I saw a lot of people hating on the, uh, on the daughter on, on Twitter when I sent out a tweet that's saying that. Quick question. Yes. Why? Why did I? How could they? No, that's what. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I, I, I sent out this tweet saying, you know, She's very good looking. Yeah. Which, of course, I had to uh, Google to see how old she was before I said that because. Like you do. Yeah, of course. It's becoming a, a growing trend. Um, <laughs> but so she's 22, just in case you were wondering, I think. 21 or 22, but yeah. it's all good people. Super uh, adult. Yes. So uh, she is hot. <laughs> and a let's lot of people. Just pe- get down <laughs> let's to just the Let's get to the let's point. To the she's crux. hot. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people don't like her. And. Uh, I don't really think that her character is that annoying. She's definitely not like one of the more annoying characters. No, on actually, the show. I like her character because she's got some rebellion to her, but she's also apparently a really good student. And she, well, she's a good. And she student. takes care of her brother. Takes care of her bro. Um, she kind of has a tattoo, which which gets some points. And by has a tattoo, I mean her boyfriend drew on her before he died. I bet. Th- I bet that turns into a real tattoo at some point. Yeah. On the show. I, it's got to. I don't know. That that'd be interesting. By the way, I didn't I didn't really like what he drew on her arm. It was very uh, kind of trashy. Yeah, it was a bit trashy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. If I may say, yeah, I agree. Um, and this is somebody who knows forearm ink. Yes, yes. Can't see I it do. on the podcast. Um, Can't see tattoos on the podcast. We've a uh, bunch of bunch of tattooed guys over here on this yeah. podcast. Uh, if you had to say right now. What do you enjoy? What would you, if you had to keep one series around, what would you keep? Fear the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead? Ooh. Uh, the Walking, it's got to be The Walking Dead. I think. But I'm a little more interested in Fear I'm, the Walking I'm, Dead right I'm, now. Right now, I'm very much interested in Fear the Walking Dead more than The Walking Dead. Uh, but I feel like I've committed too much time to The committed. Walking Dead. You are pod committed. Yes. We well, were saying before. The The Walking Dead apparently comes back in like October 11th. It's September 19th right now. I haven't even thought about like oh man, I need The Walking Dead to come back because this this is holding my attention. I don't think I'll ever miss The Walking Dead while it's not on as long as this show's on. And again, it's kind of a show that you hate watch anyway, so Yeah. I haven't missed The Walking Dead in a long time to be honest yeah. with you. It's I haven't been counting down to the days where it comes back. Um it's I don't I might, I might miss Fear the Walking Dead when it leaves. Maybe, we're, yeah, because that's that's going to be going somewhere more so it's than intriguing. the Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the most frustrating part of the first four episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, by a huge stretch, is the fact that the whole like action scene in the last path, the I think it was the fourth episode, the last episode, uh, where like they finally got confronted with a, a zombie or whatever, and it was. They left the door on the house open. Yeah. And let the neighbor walk in to the house. You don't do that normally. No. You don't leave the door open when people aren't being zombies. I would not leave my door open today. Yeah. No. Why no. would you? 
No. You were inviting risk. Yeah, and even if I was just going next door, which they were doing, they were going next door to get a shotgun (laughs) to protect themselves from zombies. Because they knew zombies were around. Yes. That was... That was very, very frustrating, and it ended in, in the result... It resulted in the death of a dog, which is unforgivable. I hate when they kill animals in that it's show, awful. which is weird because they're killing people. That I the can whole identify show with is, people yeah. more so than animals. I've got a connection to the human race, <laughs> but when they kill a cow or when they kill a dog or whatever, the whole show is based on off of killing people. Yeah, and I get very upset when they kill an animal. Yeah, even if it was like a chicken, I'd be very upset. Why do I watch that show? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. So we're coming up on time. This yeah. was uh, an excellent episode. The Emmys was, was real valuable. So the Emmy talk was real valuable. This is going to... I think the the Fear the Walking Dead talk, if I may say so myself, was unbelievable. We really good, of, I think. We got out of the way that the, the, the girl is really hot. I think that by the time this hits the press, it's going to be something like two to three combined minutes of Emmy talk, just yeah. kind of greatest hits, and then some of the Fear the Walking, best Fear the Walking Dead talk you've heard on a podcast, and that podcast will bat a thousand. For me. Totally agree. For totally me, agree. What, what I would want to hear <laughs> for me. We're we gonna, kept it short. Yeah. So, well, we also have a, a somewhere to go. Yes. Right we're going to go see Houndmouth live in concert. Very excited about it. My favorite band Is out there right now. Your favorite band? Yes. So I, I go Lake Street Dive right now. Okay. They're. Uh, Houndmouth is up there. Yeah. Houndmouth is. Is great. Hamouth is also probably a uh, a peer of Lake Street Dive as far as raw and cool goes. Yes, like every everyone who's heard Hamouth loves them. Yes, I'm just like I haven't seen them before. It's gonna be a nice. Uh, n- I haven't I haven't seen them either. We both you haven't. Missed, no, we both missed that the last time. Remember they were around. I went to see. Uh, you went to see Fiddler. Diary. Oh, oh, Fiddler. Okay. Yeah, I believe no. Was it Diary Planet? It was Diary Planet. Okay. Yeah, I went to see Diary Planet. Um, also great, um, but it's gonna be a nice Twitter meetup. Yeah, and uh, at at Houndmouth tonight, so very excited. Oh, okay, so I'm warning you guys: the next time you hear brunch, it's gonna be better than this. It's gonna be the <laughs> eye of the storm, my friends. Okay, so think about that for a few days, a week. Who knows when it's coming? But it's fucking coming. That's a great tease. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is another episode of Brunch. Enjoy what comes next. Who knows? Later.